Welcome to this new VVV podcast episode, covering the most recent town hall. Okay, and then we're going to wait for Squabba to get started with the newest academy uh, lesson. And before we do so, I also want to give a quick shout out to all of our real life attendees because I was, um, well, let me, let me start differently. You know how it is about uh, house parties. The first rules or the first rule of hosting a house party is never host the house party at your house. And I felt slightly similar with the three villas I rented for the real life event because these have been pretty much the most expensive and luxurious villas in all of Marbella. And you know, when you have a lot of people in those places, you never know what, what's going to happen, right? But I really have to take my hats off to all the attendees. They've left the villas super, super clean, especially the main villa where we had like 25 people at times, or sometimes even up to 40 people at one time. And they've really gone out of their way to make sure everything was left in pristine condition. They cleaned up and they prepared everything for the handover. So it's, it's really impressive that everyone has, has been on their best behavior throughout the event. But then even at nighttime when I wasn't there, they've all been super respectful of the property. And they really made sure that everything is done uh, in the best possible way. So another big thank you. To all the attendees, not just for coming, but for really approaching everything with an open mind, for treating our speakers with a lot of respect. And I could also already tell from some of the feedback that there has been some friendships forming there as well. And I think what really spoke volumes for the event as a whole is that almost all of the speakers, they didn't just come for their own speech, but they then always stayed to hear the other speakers as well. And some of them even came one or two days extra to hear everyone else. And I think that's that's really, really good. And um, two of the other speakers also told me that the event has been life-changing for them simply by the atmosphere which we had at the event. It was really something very special. And it was not, not just... Um, all just fun. We discussed some really heavy topics as well. And we laughed a lot, but we also cried. Because when we talk about the responsibilities for your families, and when you talk about health, um, and when you talk about your children, it can get quite heavy, uh, quite quickly. And a lot of the guys speaking and a lot of the attendees, I could tell that they carry a lot of pain with them and to open up and talk about these things and then working on resolving them that really takes a, a lot of character and you could also tell by some of the other speakers that they've paid a lot of respect to the guys who have opened up and also admitted and addressed some of the mistakes they've they've made in the past and that's really the first step for you to even be able to change something for the better and I'm, I'm pretty sure that all of the 12 attendees' lives has been changed for the better. And the same with the team. I know that the team got a lot, of, lot out of the event as well. And we had some guys rearranging a lot of their schedules for them to be able to come. And I can tell already that it has been well worth it for all of them. Yes. Um, uh, a lot of action taking already going on in our private group of the real life event. And I'm also going to publish some of the pictures and footage soon. I'm still waiting for Leon to be finished with uploading like 200, 250 gigabytes of video material of the uh, various different speakers and of the footage of the villa and some of our audio recordings. And once that's done, um, we are slowly going to make these um, available, probably in the real life channel in our server. 
and then we are going to use some of the speeches which we have recorded as material for the academy because there's been some really really good stuff in there and as i mentioned before one of the icons which we study in academy lesson 10 was one of the speakers and we're going to use one of the documentations actually one of the documentaries about him as lesson 10 and then in, in addition to that you're also going to get access to the private recording which we had where he came to our villa as a speaker if there's any questions please feel free to drop them in the comments otherwise i would ask you guys for a retweet and the like and now we can get started with the contents of the next academy lesson and i know you guys are going to be impatient regarding the shark trade that is going to open in about 50 minutes so we're going to stop on time and you probably already see the new channel in the public section which is called shark trade and i'm going to post the link at 8 p.m cet sharp and then you guys are going to be able to click through the form and the way this works is it's a, it's a multi-step form so you're going to open the form and then you're going to have a list of names then if your name doesn't show up you click on next then you check the next list if your name still doesn't show up you click on next and there's four steps and the sooner you find your name the better if you don't find your name at all then you can still participate but you're going to have to work with the base rate and the sooner your name pops up the less dolphins you will have to trade for a shark okay with that being said christian um maybe you can also share, uh, one or two thoughts about uh, your experience with the event yeah absolutely um and i just i know i speak for everyone who attended um the event and saying thank you so much uh sean for for making it a possibility and um for everything that you made available to us for um for being such a uh, a warm and welcoming host for challenging us so much and uh for giving us uh, a community and and a group of 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 driven uh you know wonderful folks to to grow along with it it really was uh, a life-changing event and um i'm still really uh really reeling from it honestly it it was something that uh, challenged everything that I knew about myself everything that I knew really about the world um, and uh, the speakers were amazing they were um, they were open but but incredibly challenging in in their approach um, and uh, and in in sharing with us their uh, you know, really, uh, I would say not just their views, but the evidence for, um, you know, what it means to to be have have value, what it means to, uh, like you said, stand up for your family, um, who you need to be, uh, really for the challenges that are are already here, but are also coming for the world, um, and uh, I I think the biggest. Uh, lessons I, I took from it were um, if you feel like you are, uh, you know, kind of at the top of your game and, uh, you know, you're, you've worked hard and uh, you're, you're, you've achieved a, a good bit and, and you feel like, well, all I really need is a little polishing, a little, uh, you know, cover a couple bases I haven't been covering and, and then I'll be there. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth, at least, um, from, uh, from my experience, I, it, it really showed me, uh, how much, uh, work I have to do. Um, but how amazing, uh, life can be, uh, if you're willing to, to really give your all and, uh, challenge yourself daily, uh, and, uh, and be as strong as you can be, be as free as you can be. Um, uh, other things that we learned from, and I think Sean said this in a, 
in one of the the posts in uh, the IRL event channel. Uh, but so many of the speakers kept hitting on the same themes, and and those were um, questioning really everything you think you know, everything you've been told, everything uh, that you've been taught to believe, um, and start thinking, who is it that would have me believe that? Um, is that of benefit to me or is that of benefit to someone else? And am I believing it because it is truly something I've been, I've investigated it or is it because it's easiest for me to believe that? Is it because that uh, requires me to challenge myself a lot less? And I think the more, um, the more I heard from each of the speakers, the more I realized that a lot of the things that I thought about the world were based in, uh, just like we learned in, in the backwards bicycle and, and other lessons, were based on what it served me to believe. Um, things that made me not challenge myself, things that allowed me to get away with settling for second or third or fourth best, things that kept me away from uh, my uh, facing my own uh, fear or uh, doubt or guilt or regret or um, or allowed me to be lazy about making myself the best I could be and and really chasing my dreams and and I think the the amazing part about it is looking at uh, the you know what I learned about what the possibilities are and just uh, getting to to live in uh, Marbella for a few days and, and seeing the, uh, you know, the surroundings, uh, getting to meet other high value individuals who have challenged themselves to live at the peak of, uh, of performance. Um, but also the daunting thing is really taking the scales off, off your eyes and, and learning how much work you have to do uh, to earn that, to get there, to, to truly be free from what others would, would have placed on you. So, um, it, it was amazing. It was challenging. It was, um, it was scary at times. It was, uh, but overall it, it was absolutely paradigm shifting, um, for me. And I, I know so many other folks who, uh, who attended it. So I, I can't again, but say thank you so much, Sean, for, uh, for the opportunity you provided us to, to start that journey and would just encourage anyone who is listening, um, who's thought about it, who is on the fence about uh, whether to do it, um, don't hesitate uh, because opportunities like that don't knock often um, and it, it will absolutely revolutionize your life. Thank you, Christian. And, you know, one thing which made the event so special is that I was also, well, you know, first of all, the community is already curated to the highest degree. So even if you just randomly get people out of the community to meet, you're, you're already going to have the baseline established of certain values on which you agree on. And this becomes especially obvious when once, and you guys don't have the data yet, but, but we're going to make uh, parts of it available in an anonymized fashion. But when you look at the data from the shark test, then you will also see that many of the values the community really aligns on, like especially on the question freedom versus safety. Like the majority of, of, of the community really um, gravitates towards freedom because they, they value that a lot more than safety. And, you know, that obviously um, is true for a variety of different fields. And once you meet with people who agree or who share the same values, then it's a very, very different dynamic. Once you meet them, when you shook, when you shake their hands, when you look into their eyes, like we met on the first day and on the second day, it was like all of us knew each other for many, many years. Like it was, you know, not strangers meeting, but it was really just a bunch of friends hanging out. And even if the speakers, you know, they, they, they are not even part of VVV, right? But because I established a relationship with them and I get along with them and they share the same. 
at least share parts of the values which I also hold. Like everyone really, really getting along super well. And I think that's really the, the biggest strength which we have where our values are so strong that the baseline for getting together just makes for much, much deeper conversations and much more fruitful relationships. Can you still hear me, Christian? Yes, okay. sir. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, um, and, and that was something that I really wasn't uh, expecting was how, um, I mean, like you said, based on, on how the community was uh, set up, it, I, I guess I should have, but um, there were several of us that were commented about that, that, that how, how easy it was to talk, not just amongst each other, um, it was like we we had all met before um, in person because we all had uh, a similar dream, a similar fire. But but also just to meet the speakers and and really connect with them on a personal level. Um, it's something I, I have not experienced in going to all sorts of, of conferences in my professional life. There's always this huge divide between you and the expert. And really, instead, it just felt like this was somebody like you, but who had achieved uh, a little bit more or maybe a lot more, but was on the same path. And they were just coming back down the path and saying, you know, I see the same look in your eye. I see the same fire in your belly. I, I know uh, the path that you're on. Here's how to here, here's how to get there. Here's how I did it. Here's things to look out for. Um, and talking to them after each of, of the events was, uh, as you said, just, just like somebody who, um, it was just so natural, um, and just so amazingly, um, open and, and we were able to, to really feel like, uh, part of a, a network, um, part of a, a fraternity of, of achievers, of, of builders, of, of folks who are, uh, insistent on, on, you know, achieving freedom and, and growing outside of the, the boundaries. Um, and I think that if, if there was one other thing that I really took away um, from uh, what I learned because uh, there were so many things, but uh, one huge point was that your mind and, and we'll get into this um, in the homework to come, but, but your mind is what limits you or what propels you uh, to the next level. Um, that, that really your mindset, uh, your ability to, to visualize your goals, uh, your dreams, to force yourself through discomfort, through challenge, um, through doubt, and to, to make a habit of excellence is, is really what, uh, is really what will, will propel you to, to greatness and surrounding yourself with others who will challenge you to do that anytime you start to falter um, is huge. And, and one of the, the commitments that we made to each other um, being at the event was that we will now be each other's support system, uh, each other's challenger, each other's, um, you know, constant supporters as, as we all push uh, towards new goals. So it, it was absolutely, um, absolutely amazing. Thank you, Christian. And Josh, I know you're listening too. Would you mind coming on stage and sharing your thoughts as well? I think, especially because of the age difference, I think you have been the youngest guy at the event. And uh, I think it's, I think it's good to hear yeah, your thoughts, but I also think it's very good for everyone to feel the energy which you have brought to the event, because that, you know, being inexperienced can be. And, and I'm not saying that you're inexperienced. And I know that you've already had a lot of success in your life. But, you know, having less experience in life can also be super, super beneficial because you look at things with way less preconceived notions. And you also have less restrictions on the belief system regarding what you can achieve or what you can do or what's possible and what's normal. But just, just let me know, um, you know, what's your takeaway after traveling, I think, 100 hours back and forth um, to get there and to get back home. 
Yeah, well, th- thanks so much for having me up here. And um, once again, I, I'm truly so grateful for even considering me to be there and uh, giving me the opportunity to fly those 100 hours and travel um, with a relentless amount of adrenaline uh, that got me through the entire journey and um, the discipline and mindset that I'd found through the academy prior and just being around these like-minded people that really drove me to adjust to the time zones and push through what was a very demanding uh, week on not only just thought-provoking and, and belief-changing um, chats and um, meeting these kind of people, but it was, uh, yeah, as, as Christian and you have stated, it was tr- truly revolutionary um, and something that's going to influence and impact my life tremendously from here on out. Um, I'm, I know a lot of people uh, that were at the event here of my plans uh, and where my heart lays, uh, lies, sorry, and that is in Marbella. Uh, the people that I met are uh, something that uh, is, is so far from the people back here at home um, and, and touching on my age and, and my success in life here, um, I feel is very restricted and um, the people here are definitely not on a level of open-minded and dynamic and extremely intelligent, disciplined and hardworking as is what I found in my bar and uh, being around those people uh, truly without even speaking, <laughs> without even listening to, to these things and these topics uh, truly made the trip well worth it. Um, so I, I just want to outline to everybody uh, what, what I've sort of done here in New Zealand with um, real estate and stuff. It's being 22 years old, um, even coming on here, I bet a lot of people here don't even know that I'm 22 years old. Um, but in, a, in an industry where it's highly dominated by the older demographic of people between 40 and 70, uh, it's, it's really going against the grain, leading a team and leading yourself uh, through, through an industry like that, uh, where people look at you as if uh, you just wouldn't have a clue about anything to do with property or managing uh, real estate or developments or any kind of investment for that matter. Um, but I tell you that when I arrived in Marbella, um, even leading up to the trip to Marbella, I already felt like I was well in my element. Uh, I felt really highly valued. I felt listened to. Um, I felt like I could share any ideas, no matter how uh, taboo, no matter how, uh, what, whatever you may call it, savage or uh, something that you wouldn't really say out loud or maybe just even to yourself in a room alone Uh, maybe it's just subdued to your thoughts Um, but I felt like these guys I had known for a lifetime people that I could resonate with on levels where uh, the the energy was so similar uh, and where we put our effort where we put our time and energy and uh, that truly impacted me so deeply that um, I have already I've already said to Sean that uh to lock me in for every single event, I'll be at every single one within my power, um, and and hopefully that'll help me with a bit more notice as well, <laughs> uh, coming from so far. But hopefully I'll be in my bay and everything will be a bit more local very very soon. Um, but my certainly my biggest takeaways were um, everything lays in your mind, uh, the power, uh, the will, the ability, the capability, or the potential. It's all completely within your mind. Um, and, and it points towards the academy and, and the purpose, the intended purpose of the academy, the research institute, and the dynamic and approach of the professionalism within BBV, um, and also just purely becoming a man or a woman of substance um, and actually approaching these tasks and anything that you tackle during the day, whether it be relationships, whether it be your next deal that you're trying to close, whether it's improving your negotiation skills, whether it's improving how you sell yourself or sell your business or sell your product. Um, it, it really starts in the mind. And if you don't believe that you can do these things, if you don't believe that you are where you belong, then you, you aren't going to ever be where you belong because you, you're either never going to be satisfied with yourself or your own improvement, your own development, um, or you're never actually going to be able to close that deal. Uh, I feel... The biggest takeaway that I that I also had was the fact that people believe that going fast or rising to the top on their own or cutting everybody off 
and just coming up with their own ideas of how to get somewhere without reaching out to people or forming bonds with 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 your brothers or your sisters um i mean that in a broad term where it's women and men um whether whether or not you are either um but <clears throat> go fast so if you go fast you'll go alone but if you want to go far you go together and and this really solidified that that idea in my head and i had that perception for quite some time um i've always been very very proud of the fact that I love to let people in uh, that really resonate with men that I believe can help me grow. And I can tell you that there was not one person on this trip, um, speakers, team and attendees that I didn't bond with like that or see that I could grow exponentially at a parabolic rate with these people. And the immersion that the guest speakers uh, displayed when they were coming in and they were really you know, only supposed to be talking for a one or two hour block. Um, but it was, it was, it was not out of the ordinary to see them return for days on end or hours and hours and hours on end or meals or come out and, and really actually let their guard down and, and let us break through their shell and hear their story on a, on a real personal level. And for them to actually open their ears and, and their ideas and, and the traits and characteristics that they've held and built throughout their own journey and apply that to helping us and, and, and building out further, uh, especially for someone of, of, of my age where I've, I've got a lot of life ahead of me, um, where I would usually not really get listened to or heard or even have that kind of effort or energy spent on trying to build out what could be of my future. But these guys, you know, had only known me, known me for a couple of days and only known these these lads for a, for a couple of days. And, it, you know, it's, it's been said again, but like we had known each other for years. And um, I, I'm going to take this trip um, with me for the rest of my life. And I hope to take these these brothers that I've formed, the Sean, um, Christian, Andy, Chris, like I, I can't even not name everyone. Like I'm going to be here just rattling off for ages because all of you touched me in a, a, in a seriously, seriously impactful way. Like I can't even begin to describe words when you do it justice. But long story short um if you if you are on the fence if you thought about it if you if you're hesitant to pull the trigger and apply man if you can do it it's it's truly going to change your life um i I know that 2023 for me is going to be much much different to what i thought um much much different and i know that the people that are going to be alongside me are much much stronger than what i've had beside me for the the past 22 years of my life and I definitely have put them up on a pedestal that's above all else. Um, and uh, if anybody's wanting to know some of the changes that I've made, um, I'm obviously being quite consider- considerable of the time. Um, but feel free to reach out. Just just DM me or send me a friend request on Discord. Um, reach out to me on Twitter. Obviously, you can find me here. Um, but I'd be more than happy to jump on a call or chat about anything because uh, – Obviously, I'm still digesting and processing a lot of the stuff that, that that we learned, that we took in, um, but the implementations, the changes are drastic, and um, I, I definitely feel like it would be uh, profitable, not in a monetary sense, uh, but eventually in a monetary sense, but just for your own um, character, for your own traits, for your own potential, and um, I truly think that this can propel you faster than a bloody Falcon rocket from from SpaceX into wherever you may want to roam in future life. So, yeah, thanks very much for for getting me up and allowing me to speak. I hope that helped a lot. Yeah, of course, Josh. And, you know, one one big advantage which you have is, and this might be natural to a certain extent, but you are a super confident loudmouth in a good sense. Because that allows you to push past the reservations someone might have because of your age, right? Because if they feel your energy and if they feel your confidence, I mean, there's nothing which you cannot achieve. So now, you know, I think it was super important for you to come to break the glass ceiling and to understand what's even possible. And now you can just go out there and whatever you set your mind to, 
you can easily achieve because with that confidence and with being so outspoken and also you know being loud when you speak not being shy to raise your voice you know being very confident in how you carry yourself that, that that's going to go a long way and i think that's probably what has allowed you to be successful in real estate already despite your age and that's what's going to allow you to break out of new zealand and get into a place where the competition is much larger where you're going to have to fight more but where the success is also going to be extraordinary and not limited by a small population or by you know a small ecosystem absolutely and um you know it's really hard to portray uh your personality through twitter or discord um and i I knew that there's a chance for me to get there and really express myself and really show people what I was about, that I just, I, I love people. I love learning. I'm so addicted to competition. Uh, I'm so addicted to challenging my beliefs. Um, you know, I explained to a couple of people that I'd started to see a holistic life coach, uh, December of 2021, um, and had been seeing her weekly. Um, and that was super challenging, uh, to, to hear, you know, uh, when people were talking at the, at the event saying that between zero and seven, uh, you, re- you really uh, concrete in your core beliefs. And, um, and, and generally, when you come into an emotional or stressful situation, your body remembers all of these things and it, and it reverts back to that age that you solidified that core belief. And it allows you to act in that way. Um, and then when you then approach life differently, you break that kind of zero to seven, those, age, those, those years of zero to seven down, uh, you're able to then rewire those beliefs to whatever position you're in now and uh, the maturity that you've gained and, and the experience that you've gained. And then you can rewire that to then how you react in the next, in the next um, situation like that. Because it's all, it's all energy, it's all reactions that actually define your path. And, um, you know, I, I knew that I just needed to get there in order to show people what I was about, um, to hear what other people were about and to really grow and, and build these partnerships. Cause I mean, I've said to everybody and it, and it, and it is shallow coming, coming from a message or just a bit of text on your screen. It's shallow and really hard to get your point across that you are here for not just, you're, you're not here for financial freedom. Um, I'm here because I absolutely just love this technology. I love the idea of decentralizing the world and giving people the power, you know, bringing the power back to the community and then really showing and unlocking the true potential of people here. I feel like all of the people that were there, they're, they're so successful in their own respective fields. But, you know, when, when you can actually combine that with not only just whatever you do in your professional life, but how you've evolved and developed in your personal life and then how that can further push you forward to success in your professional life and then do that together. Um, I knew that I needed to be there and I, and I really am so, so grateful that despite my age and, and despite, um, you know, whether you have disagreed or agreed with anything that I've put on Twitter or in the discord or how I've presented myself, um, you got past that and allowed me to be there. And, um, everybody that was there, I thank you as well. Cause, um, despite me turning up and, uh, my age, et cetera, you, you, you still were giving me your undivided attention and listening and, and allowing me to speak and allowing me to share ideas. And um, I hope you got that energy from me as well, because I really do value all of you. Um, even the people that didn't attend, of course, I value all of you as well. But um, I look forward to meeting you all more, like a, a lot more of you soon. Um, you can count on me that I'll be there no matter what. Um, no matter where I am in the world, I'll be there. And uh, if there's a fighting chance, best believe that my spirit's not going to give up. So, yeah, th- thanks again, Sean. I-, I really look forward to seeing you again, truly. And for anybody in here that, um, you know, I just need to say, you know, touch on what Christian said and a few others said in, in the In Real Life event channel, if you haven't checked that out yet with the testimonials. But I was able and lucky to spend about an hour or an hour and a half with Sean before anybody turned up. We had coffee. Um, he looked after me well, obviously getting in early. He, he actually booked me a hotel. Um, obviously, I didn't have to pay for that. And I turned up and it's just absolutely stunning. I got like, looked after like a true king, seriously. And uh, that's, that's not said lightly at all. Um, but, uh, you know, just getting there, shaking his hand, uh, looking into his eyes and just feeling his energy. 
um, understanding what he's about and really his aspirations towards what he wants to create for VBV and what he wants to create for his members. Uh, it just it just speaks volumes, like the multitude of integrity that this guy has um, as a friend, uh, as a leader, um, as any kind of business partner. Like, this is exactly what you want in a CEO. This is exactly what you want. And this is exactly the guy you want in your corner. He has your back. Uh, he has his own back. And, and that's so important. And, um, you, you know, you'd never really get that out of, a message or a text or a post on Twitter or even just one of these, like an alpha hour. Um, you, you really, when you meet the guy, uh, this guy just screams potential and screams capability. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I say this wholeheartedly, Sean, um, I would love to be alongside you on your journey. And I feel like you'd be a tremendous value add to my journey. And I think we can really complement each other on building and growing uh, to levels that we wouldn't be able to on our own and I wholeheartedly believe that and put my pride aside so um yeah thank you and I, I look forward to seeing you guys at the next um tr truly a life-changing opportunity um, yeah thank you so much yeah thank you Josh thank you for the kind words and um to touch on what you said you know the VVV team is constantly expanding and I have very big plans uh, I think I touched on it at the real life event uh, very briefly and I'm going to um, announce a few things probably early next year uh, the next big steps and then the scope of VVV is also going to be much more clear to everyone and you know some things might then also make more sense um, you know especially the aspect of me building out the personal brand which is an important part because it's super difficult, like just said, to get the personality across just via text messages in Discord or just via voice on Twitter Spaces. It's it's just it's it, you can't even compare it. Like it, it's not possible to compare the relationship we, which we have in the community in Discord and the relationship which we had at the real life event. Like every single person who came to the event, I, I could I could feel that they are super, super genuine and they are super driven and they really want to make the most out of their lives. And in Discord, it's just impossible to, to convey that. And, you know, especially Mario, Crypto Bros, you know, I, I knew him as a dedicated member, but, you know, you can't really get a feel for the person, right? And then once I met him, at the real life event, I mean, he's he's such a such an amazing guy. It's really really amazing how good of a guy he is, and you know, having him was to me one of the biggest value adds, just because it was such a big difference to getting to know him for real than what what you can get out of Discord. And I could tell that he's a good guy, but now, you know, I know that he's a hundred times better than I even thought. And having those guys dedicated to our community and to our brand, that really is invaluable. And that's also the reason why I'm so incredibly passionate about what we do, because we have been super, super lucky in really getting the best of the best people in our core community. And just like you guys have seen with the speakers, which I have attracted through uh, my networking in real life, you know, that's going to be the same for our brand as well. We're, by being, you know, by being uncompromising and by always showing integrity, you're only going to attract those kind of people. And that's going to allow you, just like you said, Josh, that's going to allow you to go, to go far, not just to go fast, but to actually achieve something that's much, that's much greater than the scope of anything else. So, you know, thank you once again, Josh, uh, for coming on. And thank you, guys. I know there's a bunch of you listening who have been at the Real Life event. Thank you again for joining. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing you guys again. And with that being a segue, um, Christian, I would say we take the last 20 minutes sure. to talk about some of the lessons. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll watch the clock because I know we're running up against the start trade. Um, I think we had gotten to uh, the Warren Buffett homework. We talked about Steve Jobs 
um, last time. And so for those of you who haven't gotten to um, the Warren Buffett homework yet, it's really a, uh, a video, which is a collection of clips of um, Buffett speaking uh, about um, and his uh, partner, Charlie Munger, speaking about their uh, philosophy of uh, different aspects of investing. Um, and uh, similar to what we talked about, uh, at least in philosophy with uh, the live event, basically uh, single-handedly dismantling huge parts of what would be um, academic uh, uh, investing and and talking about how so much of it is uh, gambling and um, talking about how he approaches investing in companies and what he sees as value. He's, of course, one of the one of the fathers of um, value investing, along with um, Benjamin Graham, who was really his uh, mentor. And so um, one of the things that uh, I wanted to, to ask about was really get into there's there's lots of different things he covers in this homework um uh the not doing basically technical analysis chart chart review to try to predict things um ideas about uh looking at a company as you know regardless of what time it is or or what the market's doing um and then one of the the things that they talk about is this idea of uh, kind of putting all of your eggs in one basket or the idea of diversification for its own sake versus just investing in, uh, in the best companies. And, um, and I, from your standpoint, Sean, looking at sort of a, a philosophy of investing, what would you say is, is your underlying um, value when it comes to, to looking for a good investment opportunity would you say it's it's pretty much in line with how warren buffett looks at, at things and in, in other words kind of this timeless idea of if it's a good company it's a good company and i'll put in as as much uh, as i can at that time or do you differ from from buffett at all in, in what you identify as as good investment well the, the answer is quite simple Warren Buffett at some point has been the richest man on the planet and is known as one of the best investors ever. I'm not arrogant enough to think that I'm smarter than Warren Buffett, which also means that for the blockchain fund, we're going to follow Warren Buffett's philosophy one-to-one -one simply because that's the thing which for me makes the most sense and factually it also has been proven to be the most successful approach. And he says something very important regarding financial advisors. And this is something which is very true for all fields and for anything you could possibly imagine, where people always make things more complicated than they are for them to appear smarter and for them to sell you services. Just like SEO companies, marketing companies, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, financial service companies, they all make things so complicated to confuse you and then to upsell you one service after the other and to convince you that you can't possibly do it yourself. And that's pretty much the basis of the modern economy where things are just made very um, cryptic and very complicated just for you to think that you don't have the knowledge to do it yourself, to hire someone else and to hand off your responsibility. And I think Warren Buffett's thesis is the most profound and the one which everyone should follow. And, you know, that's obviously the reason why we made it a part of the academy, just because it's so different from everything which you hear in the crypto space, because like the narrative in, in, in crypto regarding trading is just based on a, on a bunch of nonsense and mostly on short-term gains and no one really knows anything. And then you have those TA experts who try to make sense of a chart, which is just impossible because it doesn't make any sense. And then they, they, you know, they make a science out of some, something which just isn't a science. It's, it's, it's just complete nonsense. And 
I can guarantee you if Warren Buffett would be in crypto, he would not study any of the TA guys to then find the right time to buy or anything like that. It's just complete and utter nonsense. And also the reason why all of those crypto traders, they either never make any money or when they make money, they lose all the money again, just because it's not something which makes any sense or is any, in any way sustainable. And the same with NFT flipping and it's like all of it is not sustainable. You're just going to lose the money anyways, if you even can manage to make some money. And we had we heard the same story in our server on auto servers plenty of times where someone made 500k during the bull run and now they are at zero again. Like it's, you know, why even bother making the money in the first place if you can't hold on to it? You know, it might be wise to just learn the proper way of how to invest, how to make money, how to generate cash flow and so on. And, yeah. you know, the, the comment regarding the all eggs in one basket, um, did you, you did watch the, the video uh, for the lesson 10, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did, did you pick up the comment regarding all eggs in one basket? Yeah, he said, I have one egg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, that, and, that, that, and that's the thing, like all company founders, they don't mess around with five different companies and they try to build up like different companies to diversify and to have less risk if one company fails. That's not how reality works. The, the way it works in reality is you have one thing, you focus on one thing 100%. And then you do everything humanly possible to make the success. And of course, in investing, it's slightly different. You can't just put all the money on one thing because there could always be external factors which could be detrimental to that investment. But it's all about making a few super high conviction plays. And then in our case, because we are also VC, also going out of our way to support them in the best way possible to increase the likelihood of success for them and to increase the scope of success. So the way we're going to do it for the blockchain fund, where we're going to deploy a lot more capital is to be a more active investor and to play a more crucial role in helping those companies succeed. And we're also going to, um, again, follow Warren Buffett's thesis, where he is also on the lookout for underpriced companies on the stock market so if something looks like it's underpriced could be for example i'm just making an example up now could be for example polkadot might be you know undervalued at the moment so that might be something which could be a, a good investment uh, you know for the next two to five years and might be a good way to diversify to a certain extent from any of the projects which are based on ethereum but whenever you do, you know, you, you don't really diversify for the sake of having more diversity in your investment portfolio. You just diversify because it's something which makes logical sense because you see something that's undervalued. It's not, you don't go out of your way to spread capital just for the sake of doing so. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that um, he talked about, th there are so many uh, really reflections between um, what we saw and have talked about already a little bit uh, at the lab event and, and really what Buffett talked about, because he's really throwing out all of these uh, conventional um, wisdom type ideas and talked about like not keeping cash on the side. And, um, you know, I, th I can't remember if it was Buffett or, uh, or Munger, but talked about uh, TA almost like augury, like like old fashioned, like looking at the entrails of animals to try to tell which way to invest. Um, it's it's a very challenging, uh, you know, uh, eye opening thing to 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 realize over and over again in these lessons as we go through them how little all of this so called knowledge and so called wisdom um, you know really means in actual success, especially. Um, you know, from a personal standpoint, I've, I've spent a large part of my life in academics. Um, and so <laughs> watching all of that kind of be torn away and say like, yeah, but uh, I think uh, it was you who said, uh, Sean, about um, people were asking early on when VVV uh, was new about like, well, what books should I read? And, 
And basically your answer was like, well, you really only need one or two books because they're all going to say the same things if they are true, right? If, if they're, because these things are, are not new insights or things that have been known for a long time and everybody just talks around the same things. And I thought that was what was so powerful about uh, watching Warren Buffett is you have, like you said, this man who's known as, as the greatest investor of all time. And it wasn't like watching a, uh, a lecture from an, an academician, like a, a, a business school professor or, or something like that, where they're saying, well, it's going to take me, you know, this many hours and this many dissertations to get you to the truth of the matter. It's like, yeah, no, all that's basically bullshit that you've heard before. Now let me, you know, present you with what is actually true. And the truth is good companies are good. Look at who founded them. Look at uh, what they're doing. Do you believe in it? Um, and I, I do want to touch on um, maybe as, as the last thing, I know we don't have too much time, but to get a little further into what you just said about how, how much of a role does, uh, do you and, and BBV want to play in getting involved in the companies um, that, that we invest in? Because I know that's a huge thing for, um, uh, for Warren Buffett is he really joins the board and, and works to make them successful. Um, how, how much, uh, how deep do you think VVV needs to get into that? Is it more just a, um, uh, a basically the role of, of giving advice or, or making the community available? Or do you feel like it'll be a much more active role than that as the blockchain fund grows? That's a good question. Um, well, you know, we have access to a lot of resources, meaning we have a lot of community members which are very highly qualified uh, um, certain roles or to be involved in, in certain aspects of different of the crypto companies. The thing which I'm very off is that I wouldn't want to be involved. Um, I wouldn't want to put other people's money in a crypto project where I know they need our support. Like that's not something which I would be comfortable with. Uh, whichever project which you pick as an investment, they have to be self-sustaining and they have to be super, super confident in all of their decision-making. If I have to be around for to prevent them from making mistakes, then it's not an investment which you would want to do. And I think it's more of an... Um, an add-on the value which you can provide or the active position which we can take on. So for example, with Snickerdoodle, we can help them a lot with the alpha testing, checking their back end, checking the front end, getting our community involved and rolling out a big test with hundreds of people and providing them with feedback to polish their product. That's something which I think is is great for both parties because they get a lot of value out of it. And for our community, it's, it's exciting. And it's also exciting for all of the investors to see the product actually in use and to, to then also take on an active role, despite maybe only being a very small investor. So that, that's something which I like a lot. Um, getting on the board and being like really involved with the company, that, that would need a, a really, really groundbreaking um, company where then also the expertise which we have is relevant. And, uh, you know, I think that's probably rather unlikely because those top tier projects like Snickerdoodle, Nillian, they know what they do. They they don't really need anyone advising them. And I think that's also the thing which makes me most comfortable in arranging an investment. If you look at Niels, for example, from Orki, he doesn't need any input. The guy knows for sure each step of the way what to do and when to do it. So, you know, that's that's really what I want to see. The, the investment... My personal investment thesis is all based on the founder. Like the founder has to be 100% capable of executing his vision. Regardless of what happens to the team, he has to be a real leader, being able to attract the people to then put his dreams into reality. Yes, sir. Well, um, I'll leave it there, but I, I just want to say that uh, with that investment thesis, BVV is definitely a, a good investment if it's uh, 
fits based on the founder after having met you. So thank you for the opportunity again. No, my pleasure, Christian. And thank you again for coming. And, you know, to me, it's really the most fulfilling thing out of the Academy, out of VVV and out of the real life event. It's, it's all about the people. You know, I always, even if I say things which people don't like to hear, if I call someone out, it's always coming from a place of love because I want to see all the people around me succeed and I don't want someone to be lazy or to be ignorant and not, not um, realize that some of the beliefs they hold are actually detrimental to them. Like it's, it's really all just to allow people to realize as close as possible to their full potential. And when I read the success stories, when I hear people taking immediate action right after the event, I know Farsan has some really big plans. I know Leon took action right away. He and you know that's that's also a very important part. You know, Leon took away a lot from the uh, from the real life event, and he decided to read two books. But he he read those two books, I think, in one or in two days, and now he's taking action, like. The, the way to success is not pondering and learning even more and more and more and, you know, trying to get more knowledge out of books and then falling um, into the fallacy of intellectual entertainment and, and thinking reading equals taking action. Like, it's the less you think and the more you do, the more successful you're going to be. And that's really, really super important. And this does not apply to investing in general. When it comes to investing, of course, you have to do more due diligence. But when it comes to your personal success, when it comes to your personal relationships, when it comes to starting your own business, when it comes to treating your career or your pathway um, up the corporate ladder in a certain way, it's all about taking action. You don't need to know that much. You, you need to be confident and you need to have integrity and then the rest is going to come by itself. There's very little which you actually need to know. And that's really the, the theme which constantly repeats itself in the academy. All those icons, they haven't known anything about the industry in which they have been gotten into. And then they turned out to found some of the greatest companies which have ever existed. So that common theme is really, really important to cross because people think they have to be experts before they start something. But it's just not, not how it works. You become an expert by taking action. And with that being said, Christian, thank you once again. Then next time I'm going to, uh, we're going to give you more time to talk. And um, for everyone listening, I'm also currently working together with Christian for him to take on a more active role in the academy. He is going to prepare the questions for lesson 10 in the academy. And he has worked like an absolute maniac in reviewing all the homework submissions. And uh, he has also worked very closely with Leon, who is the same, also an incredible workhorse, who is um, providing a tremendous amount of value to the academy. And I'm going to shift more and more responsibility for certain, um, for certain parts of BVV towards our academy mentors, to all the team members, because it's super, super important for BVV to become self-sufficient for not just being reliant on me in always being in the trenches in all aspects of the business. It's very important for community members who have proven themselves to be reliable and to have integrity for them to take on a more active role. And uh, the phase three mint is also one part which is going to allow us to have the runway to grow, to get more people involved and to expand and then um, without any delays, execute on the blockchain fund. And I'm also going to drop news around that um, early next year. The remaining of 2022 is reserved for us to really complete our minting phases in excellence to make sure everything is structured in the best possible way for the community, to make sure all the OG holders are rewarded as much as possible to make also, also sure that the mint for any new members is as lucrative and as attractive as possible and that the long-term value of VVV is preserved 100%. And with that being said, I'm now going to drop the Shark Trade announcement 
and I wish everyone good luck in trading their dolphins and uh, might also be a few people who only need to trade one and I think they're going to have an exciting time today. So thank you guys once again. I'm going to see you next week and I'm looking very, very much forward to talking to you guys again. Bye bye. This recording has been prepared and made available by VVV. It is for informational purposes only and should not be considered a solicitation to sell, buy or subscribe to any financial instruments or products. VVV does not express any opinion as to the present or future price of any instrument mentioned in this recording. The information provided in this recording is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published, but VVV, along with its directors, officers and employees, does not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of this information as it may change in the future without notice. Any decision made by a party after listening to this recording shall be on the basis of its own research and not based on the information and opinions provided by VVV.